Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. I'd like to thank Albert and Comfort, who in Takrade, according to reports in Takrade, I have married both of them. Let me tell you the story. I go to Takrade for a show. And um, I decide to go to the restaurant of the um, hotel for a meal. And when I enter the restaurant, the, the staff were busy talking among themselves. You know, like what happens in many restaurants. And nobody was paying me attention. Then this guy, who, who it turned out to be the manager of the restaurant, sees me standing they're waiting to catch attention. And then walks to me and said, you Uncle Bo? I said, yes. Then he calls his staff. I said, come, 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 come. This is Uncle Bo. Don't you know him? You should serve him. He said, you should, you should know. Then he rebukes them. He said, you people should know all the big men in Ghana. This is Uncle Bo. His wife is Albert Comfort Okran. Now, when you've been introduced like that, how do you say? I couldn't tell them. I couldn't tell him that I couldn't be married to husband and wife at the same time. <laughs> so well, that is wonderful. This morning, I want to tell you a story, a simple story, but I hope it will be a story that will stay with you for a long, long time. When I was told that the theme for this year is going global, I decided that I would like to look at the big global companies in the world. And I realized that Coca-Cola has topped the list for the past 12 years or so as the biggest global brand in the world. So today I'm going to tell you the story of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola was invented by a man called John Pemberton. Now, John Pemberton was a veteran of the American Civil War. Um, he was a chemist by training. And after the war, he comes home and begins to experiment with all kinds of things. And his goal, which he told his friends, was that he was going to come up with a product that would make him a lot of money. And he tried all kinds of things, none of them worked. Until 1888, when he came up with a combination, something. He wasn't too sure what it was. He put together some ingredients and out came a syrup. He tasted it, he felt it was nice. And he took some to a chemist a pharmacy shop called Jacobs to try to sell for him. He didn't have a name for it. It was his accountant called Robinson who was the first person to name the product and gave it the name Coca-Cola. Now the interesting thing is this. The first year of Coca-Cola they sold $50 worth 
of the product, first year. And he has spent $76 to produce that. So it didn't look promising at all. It didn't look promising at all. No wonder that two years later, the man sold the, the whole Coca-Cola thing to a man called Asa Kandler. Now, the important thing to note about this story of John Pemberton is this, that sometimes we stumble upon great things, but we are not aware it is great, and we'll move away from it. If you've ever read Acres of, of Diamond, you would understand what I'm talking about, that you could be sitting on, on a mine, you could be sitting on a treasure and not appreciate it. And that's what happened with, with John. He had invented Coca-Cola, except that he didn't know what a powerful thing he had invented. I know how much the whole Coca-Cola thing was bought from him and his family. $2,300 by Asa Candler. But before I go on, there's another lesson from John Pemberton. My friends, great things often have very unpromising beginnings. Great things often have very, very unpromising beginnings. And so you should be careful when you have been given a certain vision, when there's a certain desire on your heart to do something. Be careful that you don't listen to those who tell you it can't be done. The mere fact that it has never been done before does not mean that it cannot be done. At the time John Pemberton invented Coca-Cola, there was nothing like Coca-Cola. There was nothing like that. And remember the first time he was serving, they were serving eight glasses a day. Eight glasses a day. That was all Coca-Cola was selling. Eight glasses a day. Today, do you know how many bottles of Coca-Cola are served? Who would guess? Coca-Cola worldwide serves 1.5 billion bottles. 1 0.5 billion bottles. It means that on a daily basis, Coca-Cola can give every Ghanaian how many bottles? They can give us more than 100 bottles each on a daily basis, and there will still be balance. Great things often have very small beginnings. You may be thinking global, but for now, begin from where you are. Begin from the little that you have begun. It may be unpromising. There will be people laughing at you. There will be people telling you all the reasons why it can't happen. Don't mind them. They don't know what God has whispered to your spirit. And at the end of the day, that is all that matters. Coca-Cola had the most unpromising beginnings. Eight glasses a day. Anyway. Now the... the in my research, I discovered a very interesting thing between the man who bought Coca-Cola from the, from the Pemberton family and the Pemberton family. Asa Candler had approached John Pemberton for a job because he had arrived at Atlanta looking for a job in a chemist's shop. And he had gone to John 
looking for a job. And John turned him down. He did not give him the job. He didn't think the guy was good enough to work for him. Asa Kandler goes away and manages to transform his own life around. And in a few years, he was in a position to buy Coca-Cola, the company that did not employ him. My friends, in your life, you would have to deal with rejections. You have to deal with people who put you down, people who slam the door in your face. The challenge is not that you never face situations like that. The challenge is to come back from it every time, stronger, better, and to prove those who wrote you off to prove them wrong. When people write you off and you don't prove them wrong, you prove them right. And nothing proves them wrong more than your performance, your ability to come back from the dead every time, the ability to bounce back any time you fall. Now, as a Chandler, as a Chandler buys the company, and in those days, Coca-Cola was served in glasses. You had to go to the shop, and they were selling them through chemist shops. You had to go there to be served, because it was a syrup. They put ice in it, then they add carbonated water, water to it, stir the glass, and then they hand it to you. And that's how they were serving it. But with time, as it began to gain popularity, the need to move on to the next level came. And as a candler, the man who had bought Coca-Cola was not ready for it. He still wanted to sell Coca-Cola in glasses. So when two people, Whitehead and Thomas, came to him and said, we think the next level has come. We've got to begin to think of selling Coca-Cola in bottles. Asakandla laughed at them. He told them it was such a silly idea. Nobody would want to buy Coca-Cola in a bottle. And to show them how silly the idea was, he was ready to sell the rights for them to bottle Coca-Cola for only one dollar. And that is what he sold the rights for. One dollar. Because he was convinced it won't work. Nobody would want to drink Coca-Cola in a bottle. Today, hearing the story, I'm sure you are laughing and saying, well, how stupid can a man be? No, he wasn't stupid. The point is that all of us are often limited by what we see, by what we experience. We are limited by what we think are our circumstances. But today, I am here to ask you, can you begin to think beyond your circumstances? Can you begin to think beyond your environment? Can you begin to think beyond what people have said about you and what your performance has been up to this point and begin to dream of new possibilities? Because there are new possibilities. There are great possibilities for every single one of us. When I was going to school, when I was leaving home for school, my mother had a caution for me. He said, Governor, you should know that as for us, we are a poor people. We, come, we, have a, we are a poor family. We have nobody. So please be careful. 
Well, I'm sure if you had good parents, they, they might have told you that at one time or the other. As for us, we are a poor people, so don't go and get trouble. Because if you get trouble, there is nobody to help you out. My friends, I'm here to tell you, can you erase that from your mind? You are not poor. You are not. There is a difference between poor and broke. You and your parents may be broke, but you are not poor. Broke that you cannot have money to do the things you need to do today, but if you have ideas, if you have dreams, if you have health, if you have people in your life who love you and care about you, you are not poor. You definitely are not poor. You may be broke, but you are definitely not poor. So don't limit yourself by what you see. Asa Kandler missed the opportunity to go into bottling. He sold it for one dollar because he could not see the possibility in that. Today, the rest is history. The question I'm here to ask you is, what is your Coca-Cola story? Your own Coca-Cola story? Do you have an idea that seems so unpromising an idea you have even tried to implement and it doesn't seem like it's working? Have you tried several things and it doesn't, have, it doesn't work for you and people are laughing at you? Well, try one more. Keep going. Don't stop. Today, I am celebrated as the biggest playwright and producer in Ghana. But did you know that my first commercial play I incurred a loss that took me two years to pay. Two years to pay. My second play, I sold my car. I was using a brand, a brand new Skoda Octavia. It was white in color. I sold it to finance the second production. The, play did not, the, the, the car did not come back. I lost it. Today, thank God, I can buy that car back. We have, we have a weakness in Ghana. We give up too easily. We give up too easily. Don't do that. Nobody who gives up will succeed. I'd like to give you a picture, a picture of what life is. Consider life as a man standing by the door. He is ready to give every one of us whatever we ask of him. If you go to him and you ask for a hundred cities, he will give you. A hundred dollars, he will give you. A thousand dollars, he will give you. A million dollars, he will give you. It is up to you to go to him and ask for what you want. The tragedy of life is that we go... And we ask for too small. Not enough. We are not bold enough to ask for what we want in life. I'd like you to challenge yourself and challenge your mind. And ask more of life than what you have known. Your life should not be a replica of that of your parents. Otherwise, your birth is a waste. You must be able to take the fortunes of your family. The fortunes of your village. The fortunes of your tribe, the fortunes of your country, 
you should be able to take it far beyond what anybody could think or dream of. You study the brands of the world, then the global brands of the world, and this is what you discover. They were all based on individuals, ordinary individuals. The only thing that makes them different from their peers is that they had dreams that they could not shake off. They did not do what they saw people doing. Otherwise, there would be no Microsoft. Because at the time of Microsoft, there was no Microsoft. There was no software. There was no software company. What are you ready to risk for? Your, your fortunes for? What are you ready to take the ridicule of people for? And I've never understood why we worry about people who ridicule us. Do you know that there is nobody ahead of you who will ridicule you? The people who ridicule you are the people behind you. Those ahead of you, they are so busy, they have no time to look at you. Do you remember the days of Akurawokoi? Do you remember? Akurawokoi, Mike, was a, was a name, um, was a taunt we used to give to this small car called Tiko. That small car. And Akura is a small boy, so it's like, hey, small boy, where are you going? And you're driving Tiko, and everybody will come to you, hey, Akurawokoi. And there were people using Tiko who were so upset because they were being taunted. Now, ladies and gentlemen, do you know the people who were saying, hey, Akurawokoi? It wasn't people who were driving better cars than Tiko. I never saw a man in Benz or BMW or Chrysler or Jaguar say, or a Land Cruiser look at Tiko and say, hey, Akurawokoi. They didn't have time for that. You know the people who said, hey, Akurawokoi? The people were walking by the road and queuing for Trotro. They are the people who were saying, hey, Akurawokoi. You know, anytime somebody laughs at you, don't get upset. The person has just indicated he's behind you. Drive your tickle because you will not drive it forever. But the person who is standing there and saying, hey, Akurawokoi, he'll be walking forever. Until death do <laughs> count for him. There, is, there are possibilities ahead of us. Try and look at all the things around you. The TV, the phone that you take for granted. Are you aware that I am older than, than the mobile phone you are holding? Because when I was born, there was no mobile phone. Indeed, my grandmother is older than aeroplane. What it means is that at the time he was born, there was no aeroplane. I am older than laptop, me, and I'm not the oldest man in Ghana. I am older than laptop because when I was born, the computers we used to work with as snakes, they occupied a room about half the size of this. And the capacity of that mainframe computer is about a fraction of the capacity of the phone you are using today. There were no laptops. Indeed, did you know that when computers were invented, the experts said the world has room for only 20,000 computers, that computers, only 20,000 would ever be bought. No, my friends, 
What is your idea? Don't look at ideas, things people are already doing, and see whether you can, you can tweet here and things like that. No. Whatever idea you have, no matter how crazy it is, begin to work on it. Believe in it. And be ready to begin small. Coca-Cola began with only eight glasses a day. Today, 1.5 billion bottles. Don't give up on your ideas. Don't let people laugh and put you down. Because when God whispered that idea into your spirit, he did not ask for anybody's approval for that. May God bless you and lift you to the highest level. May you be the reason why Ghana becomes first world. May you transform the fortunes of your race. May you live for something bigger than profit and loss. May you become a person of significance. May people have fulfilled lives because you fulfill the destiny upon you. And may God bless Springboard and bless the many stations that it will be stopping this year. May God bless all of us. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. James Abel White, Uncle Abel, our Springboard Personality of the Year for 2011, for that awe-inspiring, mind-stretching presentation. A few things I've taken away from his uh, talk. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-249999000. You may also subscribe to amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,